this is the problem I have every week with the uh, podcast is like I I can't there's no almost no point for the headset besides for me to hear like Josh but I can't hear myself clearly like I'm recording in the studio so I've always wondered like if that's just because of the focus right or if that's because I'm doing something wrong and we're yeah, live. that's a good question we're live okay great <laughs> yeah that's awesome. okay I don't know I can't hear, you know what? I can't hear myself right now so it's... well you're lucky <laughs> Cool. Well, right. well, welcome to the works. Natural Soul Podcast, episode two, and we have a very special guest with us, and um, I'm honored to introduce him. Uh, one of my one of my best friends, besides Josh and a few other people, but he's up there. I love fuck you, Josh. <laughs> I love this guy so much. I'm so excited to have him on our podcast as our first guest, uh, Logan Muncie. What's up, Logan? What's up, dude? Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Good um, man. I'm happy to have you here. Yeah, I got You're your dick a little too hard. <laughs> I kind of had Ray on last week, but we can. Just oh, you did? <laughs> that's what. That's oh, you deleted that one. Is that one of the hidden episodes? No, no that'll be a hidden episode for sure. That's so funny. It, it was good for like the first 45 minutes, and then I was. How dirty. long did you guys do it for? We did, we did 45 like, minutes seems like a long time. We did like an hour, and then okay. Ray, Ray started talking about uh, wokeism and triggered Nathan. Oh, you guys got into politics? No, we didn't get into politics. I was like, no politics, no politics, no politics. And then he's like, well, a couple of Republicans, you know, were on Twitter. And I was like, ah, ah, Try to avoid it. (laughs) Try to avoid it. (laughs) 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 You got to silence that shit. You got to nip it in the bud. Well, this is exciting because this is the first time that you and Muncie talked, right? Yeah. I talked to him once at a crack house. Oh, yeah. You did? In Pontiac, yeah. Oh, he's shit. talking about Ian's place. About Ian's yeah, place I here. don't remember that, but that doesn't. That's surprise fucking me. hilarious. Yeah, that was <laughs> when Josh. Uh, that's when Josh was sober, like back way no, back I in the relapsed. day. I relapsed. I was smoking weed he, in the back. That was the night he relapsed. Yeah, no, it wasn't the night that I relapsed. It was uh, New Year's Eve. It was your birthday party. You turned was, like twenty. You know, I I remember the night ish, but not any specifics. That's basically the last five years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel every day. Bro, when I, I can barely up. remember last week, and I don't do shit. Yeah, that's true. Well, you got you know you got a lot you deal with with freight, but uh, I say I think, I think more about the following week than I do about the past week. That's for sure. That's a really good attitude. That's a good way to look at it because you can't. Yeah, because what what do you? I mean, unless you're learning something from your past week and then you can move forward to like use it in your future. On it. Yeah, I can yeah. do more reflection. Sure, I mean. you know that's that's kind of what I do with my journaling, right? Like I, I wake up and I plan my day out, but before I go to bed, I kind of review. Like, hey, like, you kind of, you know, you could have done better at this. Here's something that I appreciated from the day before. Just kind of acknowledging it and then kind of moving forward from it, you know. So, but, yeah, if you stay there. Yeah, that's, dude, that's in, you know, in recovery, that's a 10 step. Oh, okay. (laughs) Is that what it is? That's the 10 step. Okay. Well, refresh my memory because, you know, I I did AA for, like, three years, and I can't. For the life, it's been a long time. So one, we admitted we were powerless over our yeah, yeah, disease. I know, our lives I, I, have become unmanageable. I'm asking you two. Ten. Oh, you're asking about ten. Yeah, would well, you know ten off the top of your head, like verbatim? Ten is uh, continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly God, admitted dude, it. Admitted that shit, bro. That shit is hard as fuck, dude. I love like a lot of the shit that like AA sure. taught me, bro. Like yeah. it's like sober people could stand to learn those morals and values, right? And that, and that way of like, because AA is all about like living a positive life and like being proactive about your problems and 
you know, like that, it, like it, it totally changed my life and how I interacted and how I dealt with problems just by mm-hmm. doing all that, you know, and like we're talking about here, it's like draw, what I wanted to add to it is like, it's like really important to draw on your past, like as needed, like only when necessary to like make decisions in the current moment. Like, like if you need to draw on some past experience to color you know like a similar scenario is like okay this is what i did last time and that seemed to work i'll do more of that or this it didn't work out yeah. last time when i did it this way so i'm gonna not do that you know um, right as opposed to like dwelling on it you know it's like really important muncie how long how long have you been sober Absolutely. for you've been you've been doing this for a while right yeah so uh in october october 14th was two years so i guess well. I, I'm not keeping track. I make not the days track count. I, I make the days count. I don't count the days. Nice, but nice. Man, I like that. Great place to be. Nice. Something around two. Over two years, years though, right? Yeah. That's great, man. No, yes, uh, a long way. It's changed my life, man. You know, I I look forward to waking up. <laughs> yeah, that's always <laughs> nice. Even on days that I, you know, I'm required to do things I that you don't might not want to do. Sure. <laughs> but it's that's all part of the nice. process, and I like embracing that is. I never thought I'd, you know, be able to, and now, sure. and now I do for the most part. And um, oh, you live that shit too. I mean, you know what I mean. Like you really live because you know a lot of times, like you know, with these programs, it can be difficult. Like it's it's one thing to like go to meetings, and sometimes that can be the hard thing too. Like you know, just even going to meeting. But yeah. I feel like a lot of times um, it's easy to just go and go through the motions. But I do feel like you're a person that really lives, like lives it, you know what I mean? By, by practicing the principles of it and, and sharing that and paying it forward and trying to go on and do service work and be a better person. So um, it makes it a lot, it means a lot more when you actually live it. And uh, you know, it's really, it is really beautiful to see you, to see you do that and see all the, the wonderful things you're making and the new music. We got some new music out too, right? Yes, sir. I listened yep. to that one song, uh, uh, Getting to Know My Shadow, or is it? Yeah, Befriending My Shadow. Befriending My Shadow. That shit goes hard, man. I, I like it, too, it. yeah. That's your newest one. You just released that a couple days ago, right? Uh, yeah, on March 1st. Available yeah. all platforms? That's right, yeah. Um, Muncie on streaming services. Yeah, so I'm doing weekly song releases. Uh, I know you guys know, but for anybody that might be listening, um... I'm gonna continue doing that. Oh, it's, I didn't uh, know that. You're doing them week. You're doing like weekly every week for every week. Yeah. No shit. Yep. So let's stop. No specific day of the week for each week, um, but you know, it, okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna shake it up a little bit. Um, not be too predictable, but yeah, every no, week, man. Cool. I'm in the studio. I'm working on new stuff. It's a little bit easier. You're able and, to uh, kind of build more on that as opposed to the 24 or four, what, what oh, was it? the 16 a day, the 16 a day. Cause you were doing the 16 a day challenge every day. He was writing 16 bars of fire. And I think after day 800, you're like, you know, I'm going to take a couple <laughs> steps. Back. It was 120 days. 120 days. Uh, a consecutive lot. Days. Every consecutive days to like, they do anything, but to, to write a hit, like to write like almost like a hit song. You know, what I mean, they were verses. They were really good verses, and get creative with it, and use outfits and costumes and themes, and you know. But now that you have, a, you're doing them weekly. I feel like that gives you yeah. some more time to like build something a little bit, like take your time on it, sure, and not rush through it. You know yeah, I mean? well, the 16 a day, I'm. There's a good chance I'll do that again sometime. Okay. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was great for sharpening my sword, you know. Sure. Um, getting Being quick on your Getting feet. more in touch with my craft. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
and it's not Josh. Not I don't dick, right? No. <laughs> What's that? Never mind. Josh, Josh made me jump. <laughs> no, but I think Josh was was right with anything to do mm-hmm. anything 120 days in a row, and sure. I, I think that's what it was about for me um, the most because I've never done that in my life. <laughs> yeah. You know, with anything at all. Did you do that? Was my choice. Days? You kind of did that though, right? No. No, you didn't I, do that. Well. No, I did about five a week okay. when I first got started. That's started. not another thing they encourage you to do 90 yeah, or something absolutely. in 90 days. I, I encourage people to do that. Yeah, I did 90 meetings in 90 days? No, yeah. I probably did. I probably averaged one a day. But sure, but there was probably one day where you, you never it, yeah. had a consecutive streak of I doing, mean, Yeah, I was yeah. plugged in for sure. But um, no, I mean, that that was the first you know four months of my life where I committed to something every single day. I got up and I... I embraced every part of the process and some days it was really frustrating uh, especially you know it was hard to do it alone so I had uh, Lori help me a lot yeah, <laughs> and it's cool. it's tough you know some days to um, like follow through with, with sure, things that you set out every to day do. is gonna be you're gonna have days where you just like bad, you know bad shit happens too right? yeah. you know what I mean you can't it's hard to predict you and, know you know that was when the pandemic hit, and then I had all this time to get creative, sure. and uh, that didn't last very long for yeah. me, and I was back to work, yeah. and I was like, all right, well, I already decided I'm going to do this, so I'm not going to stop right now, because sure. anyone could have done that. You know what sure. I mean? You got your whole day to do one to thing do one creative, thing. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's when it started to get stressful, is like, you know, how am I going to fit this into my day, and... Um, but I did it, and I'm glad I did it. Don't and have kids. Don't have kids. Oh, we can hear them, dude. Like, yeah, I hear like screaming and fucking oh. just stomping. It's it's wild. It's total chaos over there. It's fucking anarchy, man. And not the well, good dude, time. you take them on your runs with you, don't you? I do, I do. But in the winter, it's a like I haven't been able to run that much lately because like it's been too cold, and I can't leave my wife here with the babies by herself because like she's already mad at me for making the pot out two more, you know. <laughs> Two more to go. How many more you got? How you, you want like dude, I was three like, or four? Dude, I was sitting in the I was sitting in the living room the other day tripping balls on mushrooms, right? And I, like my kids were running around being loud as fuck. I was talking to myself. I'm like, I don't want any more kids. <laughs> it was at that moment that you decided on your mushroom trip and your vision quest. You're like, I think this is enough. Yeah, I was like, I don't think we need to have any more kids. I want to have a life without children. And no, you don't. You, you do. You love. You love the. Lo- you love. You love it, man. That's like so let me, you. Let me qualify. Let me qualify. I remember what it was like when Kira and Nolan. It was just them two, right? And we could go do whatever the fuck we want. It's like, oh, we'll we'll go out to eat and have time. Me and Ashley, just us, and. The kids can stay home and we don't have to worry about them, you know, like sticking a fork in an outlet or some shit. Sure. We're like, we're like, all the shit up, you did. Or taking off all his clothes and peeing on the carpet, you know what I mean? Oh, is he doing that? Is Ollie doing that shit? He doesn't do it all the time. But <laughs> I, I, I got way too stoned. I, when I work, I so stressful. I don't smoke that much, but I smoke when I get home. And I got done running 13 miles. I smoked a joint. And then I passed the fuck out. And Ashley had just gone for a run. I wake up and, like, Ollie's naked. Shit everywhere. And Ashley just got back from the run. I'm like, how long you were, gone? were you gone? She's like, an hour and a half. Well, I was like, I have no idea what happened. I'm like, <laughs> she, leaves, she leaves the house for an hour and a half. Poor Ashley. It comes back to shit and piss just fucking everywhere. It's just mutiny. 
Well, he didn't, he didn't poop and, and, like on the floor. He doesn't do that anymore. But he'll pee, and he'll, at least they'll tell us where he peed. They'll be like, Did you pee? And they'll be like, where? And he'll be like, oh dear. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a handful, dude. I'm it's definitely awesome. not prepared for that. Yeah, oh, it's awesome. awesome. I wouldn't trade yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, you fucking. Yeah. He fucking loves yeah, it, man. It's cool. It's, it's, there's a real special bond. I, I love. I love seeing my. <laughs> do you think that you need to just stop it? You why can't we ever just have a good conversation without you just being a fucking troll? All right, I'm just fucking around. This is a statement to you. Oh my god. Yeah, that was a meme thing. It was a political meme. Okay. Yeah, Anyways, there was a video like a little clip that could pop up on the screen right now for you guys. Well, no, it's like okay. Anyways, <laughs> fucking. Um, where are we at? Yeah, I know. it looks like it works well for you, man. You really fucking you like that lifestyle. I can I can see that you know you're you're family man, and I that's not something I I see in the foreseeable future for myself. You and Lori talk about kids. You guys talk sure. about that shit yet? Yeah. Um, you guys both want kids at some point, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the timing isn't exactly the same. Uh, the okay. desired timing, but uh, we we talk about everything, man. So yeah, I know like cool. I know it's all gonna work out the way that it's supposed to. Sure. And, um, you know, I just, I, Josh, I, it inspires me that, you know what I'm saying? You do, you do your runs and I just don't ever want it to be like, oh, I have kids and like my life and dreams are over. That's like, I, I feel like a lot of people kind of give up everything for their kids and I respect the fuck out of that, but I don't, I, I can't, I, maybe that'll change when I have kids, you know, sure, but it's tough for ones. me to even fathom that right now. Sure. Like, and the thing that, here's the thing that changes when you have kids, right? It's like when you have kids, like you have, like all of a sudden, like nothing in life, no matter, like you can win the lottery, you can become the president of the United States, you can win, you can be a Grammy nominated fucking hip hop star of the future, you know what I mean? Uh, And nothing, that would all pale in comparison to the feeling of being Oliver's father. Like nothing that ever happens to me or I ever accomplish in life will compare to that feeling when I I look at my son right but there's like it's important to not let like become too focused on that uh, and let it like color like become my sole focus right and steal my own joy and happiness it's all about like having interdependent relationships with everybody in your life not just like people your age but also your children you know like I, I, I have a dependence on my you know my my relationship with my child I love to spend time with him Right, but also it's important to find time uh, to work on myself and things that I like to do, and you know that involves you know getting my kids involved in the things that I do. You know, like I'm gonna be bringing Ollie, I'm gonna make Ollie run with me when he's five years old. Be like, you, you're old enough to go run ten miles. Hell yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and it it, always, it challenges you every day. You know, uh, uh, because I have to like every day, like I have to try to figure out how to include the things that I personally want to do, right, without inconveniencing my my family, my wife, my mm-hmm. kids, you know what I mean, without, you know, putting that, like, like, I have to keep that in mind, and it's like this delicate balancing act that, like, it just, you really get good at navigating people and how to, uh, how to best spend your time, because, like and to hit those different quadrants of like your needs, you know what I mean? Like my need to exercise and go for a run, I need to spend time with my family, my need to keep my wife happy and off my ass, you know. Uh, like it's uh, it's a it's a delicate balancing act, you know. 
Sure. Um, and all that work. Oh yeah, you make you make it work, man. You you know you're making it work. And I know it's not always uh, you know the easiest route. Sometimes there's some left and right turns, and it gets kind of tough. But you know, I think it just comes down to. You know, oh shit. Uh, you know, uh, a good good clear, and that's that's what's helped me is fucking trying to. What's up? Oh no no no! You you cut so, out there for a second. Oh yeah, you, you cut out once during this podcast too. You're, you're good now. Go out. Okay, you can go ahead, cool. Monty. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, so just to bring it back to, um, you brought up the, well, we were talking about the weekly releases, and sure. uh, the, the thing that's cool about that is um, it's more focused on, like, I guess making songs is totally different than, you know, the 16 days were, like, entertaining, and they were sure. fun and good for me. Sure. But uh, different... songs is, like, the bread and butter. Yeah, you, you, know, can pour, you can pour your heart and soul into the song, and, like, that's building, like, a project, and, like, that's a part of you, whereas the other is kind of more like an improv. You know sure. Like, well, like... it became that. I don't yeah. know if it, like, started out sure. that way, you know, but toward the end when people were making requests. And, sure. And that got to be a lot, but... It's exhausting. It was yeah. cool. It got me out of my comfort zone, but this is just sure. hopefully off... You know, I'm, I'm making music that will be, you know, timeless and sure. people can hear it and, and want to hear it. And, yeah. Um, that'll be a part of my growth as an artist. Yeah. So it's it's very cool. I'm glad I can do that right now. And you kind of found a new sound, too. You're kind of experimenting with, like, a punk punk rock a little bit. Sure, yeah. I mean, I got, got a couple Arizona songs. Vibes. <laughs> What's that? What's that Arizona vibes? Air, is that what... I have no idea what you're talking about. Once he's looking at me, he's like, what the fuck is Arizona vibes? And I'm like, I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. That's that song, Roxanne. Roxanne. Oh, okay. All she want to do is party all night. Okay. Oh. No, no, the tone, the tone. I love the message because it's not that bubblegum bullshit, you know what I mean? That like, Timmy Bobbers like to bounce to, you know, talking about fast cars and fucking like totally meaningless shit. That's a country song, isn't it? Yeah, dude, and I'm glad you brought that up because it really is tough, like, I, I guess um, taking the, from that, you know, that sound that's so appealing um, right now, and that's always changing, but um, without, <laughs> you know, compromising the integrity of, of the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. It's in, I won't do that. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's, it's cool that I'm finding a, a way. To, there's a, there's a way. There's always an audience, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> you can go way far outside the spectrum of, like, what the fuck is this shit? And then some people really like cling to that. And then you have like the poppy, like, you know, and then you have like extremely like kind of generic um, stuff that like is a banger. Like, oh, this is a banger, but there wasn't much. You know what I mean? And right. Here's some of that stuff on the radio. And, yes. And there's, you I, know, I, the soldier boy, you know? Yay. Great sure. Yeah. But like, oh, well, he was one of the first people to like do the internet thing though. Oh, him. yeah. So I got to give him credit for no, that. No, for sure. Yeah. No, there's, there's I mean, credit. There's I mean, they're all different. No, I yeah, I mean, it's a business. It's lyrical, you know what I mean? No, they no, don't. No, you're, you're right about that. Um, but I do feel like, I, I truly believe when I do have a banger, like a hit, it's going to uh, it's going to have some substance in it. Yeah. You know? well, see, that's the difference between music and art, though. You know what I mean? Soulja Boy made music, but I wouldn't consider him an artist. You know what I mean? Like, like art, like, it's like, a, the, the, the thing that I personally love about music is, is stuff that people, like, artists that draw on personal experience are trying to you know, express, you know, me- different messages and ideas in their songs as opposed to, you know, just like pithy, like 
airheaded BS. You know what I mean? It's like I really like. That's why I'm a, I'm a big reggae head. Uh, there's nice. just a lot of positive vibes. You know what I mean? Talking about just you know happiness is a choice and being happy. You know, and like and like like different ways to get there, right? And that's what I really love about your music. And when I you know listen to the songs that you make, it's like because I can feel your soul in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can feel that you're not you're not just like coming up with something and, and making it up as you go like you're drawing on personal experience and trying to tell a story about your life you know what I mean and lessons that you've learned and uh, I think that's like fucking super awesome man and that's that's the path to success you know uh, it's uh, like it, you know it's staying true to yourself and you know and, and finding the art in your life you know? it's super powerful and it's super positive too and it's uplifting I like I like fucking like when I'm working out and running I listen to a lot of your stuff too or in the car Cause it just, I feel like it's something I can tap into. It elevates my mood. We've kind of walked similar. We've had similar friend groups, similar struggles too. So I feel a lot of that. And it's, but it's always like, I always get the feeling like there's like a light at the end of the tunnel, like, you know, your latest song. And it's, and it's talking, you know, about dealing with your, your demons, like and, and befriending that and, you know, getting, getting like, instead of just trying to deny it and fight it, like kind of be like, this is kind of who I am. And this is kind of what I have to do to, to live with this. Yeah, you know, I have to live with myself at the end of the day, so it's uh, it is nice, man. It's really, it's always all, all of it's good. It's not all the fucking time, and uh, you know, you I'm got, looking forward to hearing this. I'm looking forward to hearing all this new music too. This once a week nice stuff. That was, yeah, new, that was news to me. I didn't know about that. Did you, yeah, uh, it's so, gonna be sick, man. So, Muncy, did uh, did you always like when you were like when you first started like realizing that you had this gift, you know what I mean, and this talent? Did you were you always like? Uh, writing songs like about your life and your personal experiences or did you start with kind of like yes um yeah they they always change though and should so, hear some of his old stuff it's, it's kind of yeah. funny his voice is super high and he's talking about like uh was it lip in a swisher oh the big dipper <laughs> the big dipper it's out there somewhere but, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, yeah i mean it's, it's so just funny. I love it. we and that's why you gotta keep living you know yeah. what i mean because like i my personal experiences have changed so much since yeah. then, as well as, you know, my skill. Hopefully this sure. case for anybody that sticks with something. Sure, no, dude, because I'm sure, uh, like, you know, you probably got a lot of shit in high school or middle school. You probably started middle school, didn't you? Uh, about like, eighth grade. Eighth grade. Uh, yeah, my friend Travis came over and played some beats, and we just started freestyling. And then you're and like, I fucking love this I shit. I started writing, and I was yeah. like, whoa. Like, you know, and, and you said there was even a time where you couldn't keep on beat. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I always this, had the bars, but I didn't always have the rhythm. You didn't have, always have the rhythm. And people I sometimes were like, oh, rhythm is like, you have to just know it. You're born with rhythm. No, and like, true. no, that's fucking bullshit. You can tell any artist out there listening to this, like, it's, it is it is like crazy. It would be crazy to listen to some of like your very, very first things, which I've only heard like one or two, and then compare it to like you on channel 107.5 at the fucking Friday Night Cypress. It's like... Holy shit! There's no way. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, man. That's uh. There's so much truth in that, and I think a lot of people don't realize that. And whatever it is that they want to do, like, d- don't give up. You know, it sounds so cliche, but it does. just like, but. and nobody has to see that process. Like all of the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they had to with me because I was always wanted to show people my music from the time mm-hmm. that I started, and I wasn't always sweet, but it was like that's just who I am and if I didn't get shit for it back then and the criticism and all of it like it, it shaped me into you know who I am and now you know how to deal with it too like like whereas like you know you don't have that fear of performing or 
fear of someone maybe rejecting or not liking one of your things. You'll take, you'll, like, you'll go on Instagram live and talk to someone who criticizes your music and might not say the best things. And you deal, and like, you take it, you deal with it, you're like, hey, this is free, you know, publicity. And like, sure. I can't help the way you feel about certain things. Like, exactly. I just, I just it's really none of my business. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, you don't, don't take it personal. Like the four yeah. agreements, you know what I mean? One of the, one of the uh, agreements in the four agreements is don't take it personal. And that was something I was finding today. Like, I, I tend to do that. that. I struggle with that shit. I get, I like, why? Me too. You know. Too. I, I do, but I know, I, I just don't take a lot of it. You know what I sure. mean? Sure. Really There's at all. Growth with it. Yeah. It's like, it's where a, does it come from, I guess, is what I, the first sure. thing I think about. You know, sure. to, to the piggyback on that, like the most important thing that I've realized in life is that nobody cares enough about me to go out of their way to harm me on purpose. Josh doesn't take anything personally. You're the king of like literally not giving a fuck about like just like like the but it's a good thing. Like not like you really care about people, but if someone's like upset at you over something stupid, you're like oh fuck them. Like you know what I mean? Like that's not my problem. And I think that that's that's really something. Yeah. Awesome. Dude, I love yeah, I admire that. It's it's really cool. Well, it goes both ways because I like the way I look at it is like you don't get to decide that I'm being malicious. It's not upon you to decide yes. what I mean when I say something. Just as it's not upon me to decide what you mean when you say or do something. You sure. Know? And it's like you know I had that realization once when I was uh, when I was a kid. I went over to my godmother's house. There was this whole weird thing with my god sister. I'm, I'm not going to get into that. Maybe in a later okay. episode. Um, but I went over there, and my godmother went off on me, bro. She, like, just started screaming and yelling at me and this, that, and the other. I didn't do anything. I just walked in that door, right? And the old me, you know, like, took that shit personally. I was like, I can't believe that they would do this. You know, why would they treat me like that, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what the realization I had is, like, she probably just had a really bad fucking day. You know, mm-hmm. and I just happened to be there. You know, and sure. some days you're the bug, and some days you're the windshield, and it's like, at the end of the day, like what's what what the like what I need to make sure that I'm doing my best to do is to not be the windshield. You know that. Yeah. I'm, you know, not taking my problems out on mm-hmm. other people. You know, just like I don't want other people taking their problems out on me. I was a windshield uh, the other day. I've been like I've been kind of stressed out this week, and like I'm I'm trying to deal with it. Um, I've been getting up at like five to six a.m. and just like. Wow. Work, like kind of like working, I meditate, I still do my daily meditations, but like, I'm like trying to get a condo, I'm fucking trying to study Chinese and Japanese, do natural soul work, have meetings, work meetings, put in Zen zones, selling stuff to like new customers, manage existing customers, podcast, uh, saxophone, band practice, fucking like, oh, tri- triathlon, uh, training for a triathlon, yeah. training for a half marathon. Like, I'm doing all this shit, and like, it sounds like a lot, but it's like I don't feel like it's a lot. I feel like I should be able to handle all of it. But I've been, like, kind of That's fucking stressed out, and I'm driving down. Uh, there's this fucking roundabout in, like, Brighton or some shit. I don't know where the fuck I was at, and it's in the morning. And I'm, like, thinking everything's good. I'm listening to some music, and just, and like, hold on. I think I'm listening to my Chinese dialogues and practicing Chinese while I'm fucking driving, which I don't know if that's safe, but I wasn't looking at my phone. And I'm driving this roundabout, and this lady doesn't know... She doesn't know how, like, obviously, how to drive a roundabout. And I'm pulling, you're supposed to yield to your left. Okay, everybody, if, you, if you're if you in a fucking roundabout, you know what to do? Yield keep to your going. left. Keep going. Yield to your left, and then once you're in that bitch, you keep fucking going. You don't stop for anybody. So I'm going, I'm in the roundabout, and this chick cuts in front of me. And, uh, and like, and she's to my right, and I look at her. I have my hands up. I'm like, what Like what the fuck? And then she gives me a look like, what the fuck? You? Like, like, I'm the idiot. And she oh. looks at me, and she does this shit with her hands. Isn't that the worst? It is. So you know what I did? I got really angry. I rolled out. She, I rolled out my window and I screamed as loud as I could. I was like, "Let her drive around about you, stupid fucking cut!" 
And I screamed it, bro. And I know this, I'm being real though here. And I, I lost my fucking shit. I lost it. And I rolled up, and she was already driving away when I did. She didn't hear me. Eh? But I rolled down the window, and I had my fucking middle finger out the window. And I just screamed. And I was like, oh! And I was so angry. And then I pulled up to the gas station. And I was like, I'm like, why am I so angry? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, this sucks. I'm like, now I'm in a bad. I'm like, just even saying, like, screaming the word cut, I'm angrier now before than when I said that word. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. I'm like, maybe she's, maybe this woman, this woman clearly didn't know what she was doing, but I got pissed that she was pissed at me. I'm like, it was my fault. Like, this isn't my fault. And I got really angry. And I learned from that. And I was like, I haven't called someone a cut in a long time. And <laughs> it didn't feel very good. So then I, I, I went and thought about that and I wrote about it in my journal. I'm like, I need to fucking, I need nice. to not get road rage when some, when people do that because this is going to happen again. Because <laughs> he did the reflection. <laughs> yeah, it was a reflection, dude. I reflected. I get, I get so frantic when I like, have those moments. Lost my shit. Out, when I get those momentary outbursts, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh man, I got angry about this little meaningless fucking like interaction with somebody that doesn't fucking matter to the you know, to my life at all. It happened again it's today. It's yeah. like thirty minutes of my piece. And I'm yeah, like, dude. Yeah. It's fucking up my dude, piece. I usually man. combat it with uh, like humor. Yeah. Like, I honestly like sometimes I'll make fun of myself if I'm taking something too yeah, seriously. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> like oh, you like what's you know what I mean? Like it's it funny. Works, it does dude. work. We're talking about it like this and like talking about it with you guys. I realize that like there was a couple things I was embarrassed about this week and something today with. I got like kicked out of the 7-Eleven from somebody who was just really aggressive to me when I walked in. And she's like, you guys are always, I'm like, I've never met you. I'm like, what do you, I'm like, what do you mean you people? I'm like, what do you mean you people? I'm like, tobacco wraps? Like, like, what is, what did I do? What did I do to you? And I'm like, I'm here to like help you. And she's like, well, and then like, she's like getting more angry. I'm like, I'm here to not help you. Like, I'm like, I'm going to go. And I was so upset. And I'm in my car. I'm like, why am I, why do I care? I'm like, I, this isn't my fault. So, but then I internalized it and I got angry and I, and I was got sad and I'm like, I just need to have some more testosterone. I'm like, I need to run more today. I, I need to work on, cause I'm getting too emotional. Running, running you know, lowers your testosterone. Running lowers your testosterone. Josh, you're hearing this shit? Once he says it lowers well, that, it, why, is that why you're such a pussy? I, mean, I, was, I, was always, <laughs> I was always told to run at the end of my workout That's funny. to lower your testosterone. Are you fucking kidding me? No, is that why I, I, is that why I cry every? Is that why I cry all night long? And, and you probably just... eat more estrogen. <laughs> yeah, you, like, uh, you guys you remember that um, John Tucker? What? You guys ever seen that movie? John Tucker? Oh, John, John Tucker, Tucker must die. die. Oh, that was like <laughs> a. Can't think of the estrogen like, on the oh yeah, yeah, that was. I think I did oh, see that. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's like a little. That's like a high school like chick flick one where uh, those girls gang up on this guy who was like dating like multiple women. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, Josh. Okay, going back to that. That song you're talking about, you know what I mixed it up with? Because the way you were singing it, you know that song by Dolly Parton, Jolene, 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 Jolene. Yeah, two, two different genres. Yeah, no, yeah, I know, but you were saying that you were singing it kind of like God that. Damn. Yeah, damn. yeah. See, okay, I know what you're talking. Now we're gonna do is party all night long. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. I just want everyone to know I'm not. I, I, I was thinking about this whole time, driving crazy. I'm like, what am I associating with? And it was with fucking Dolly Parton. So that's a good song too. Okay. Uh, you know what? Uh, you know why I have this don't give a fuck attitude is because, like, I learned. Because you're a freight broker. I learned. Well, uh, no, I'm a freight broker because of these experiences. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, when I was in high school, I used to get made fun of all the time, like for being ugly. Like, it, oh it, my god, it's so fucked up. Yeah, people used to call me like the ugliest kid. Oh my world. god, Josh, uh, what the fuck? I, 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 whatever, you know, who cares? So, like, I got to the point where, like, my only way of dealing with it was, like, joking like joking with them. They were like, you're goddamn right. I'm the ugliest guy in the world. I'm so ugly that uh, I hit every stick on the ugly tree on the way down, you know? Like, oh, wow. Like, 
like so I just like whenever I would like whenever I deal with like stressful situations it's like almost a knee jerk reaction to like make a joke you know like to okay. like you know fuck around yeah. with it and make it enjoyable in some small way because it's like oh okay this bad thing happened to me like it's how old were you when that was bad. happening like, why when did, when, I, like make it worse when did you start embracing that how old were you when that uh, shit was happening I guess like a song I started getting real good at making fun of myself when I was like a sophomore in high school. Okay, <laughs> that's a good age to get good at it because I mean, people are ruthless. I, I got made fun of for being fat in middle school and I did not openly embrace it. I really struggled with that. Uh, that was tough. But you know, that's, man, I mean, that fucking made you stronger. Well, I mean, I had, like, I, I had like some, like a little bit of like, uh, like, like, uh, I don't know, I had image issues, you know what I mean? I wasn't like, like super confident in myself, you know? Um, yeah. And I, it took some time to overcome that, but like it's like it's like anything, you know what I mean? It's like it's like you know uh, they talk, they talk about an AA, like take mm-hmm. like use what you can, you know, and leave what you can't use, you know. So it's mm-hmm. like sure. I look back on my past, you know, and anything that's ever happened to me. <clears throat> it's uh, Joshua. Okay, so when I look back on my past and uh, you know on anything that's ever happened to me, good, bad, or indifferent, right? It's like. It's like okay, like I'm not gonna look at the negative emotions that I felt in that time, or like any of the bad decisions that I made. I'm only gonna look at the things that I can use. Like okay, well I'm gonna resolve not to do that dumb fucking thing again, or or like just like learn how to like be jovial and happy in difficult situations. You know what I mean? Make light of you know stressful situations and things like that, as opposed to like holding on to like the the negativity that was there, right? That's what a lot a lot of people struggle with, you know what I mean? When, like when like in overcoming like past, and overcoming their past is because they're too, like we're, we get too emotionally invested mm-hmm. in the past, right? That's and, That's a dude. That's probably my number one struggle. I think like I really, and it's like a cycle, right? You start going down these memories of, of humiliation, shame, embarrassment. That's kind of what like mine is. It's 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 more about like embarrassment, shame, and like. That, that, and that's a fucking really shitty feeling. That's That one's tough to like overcome. And, and if you start picking at it and just think about stupid shit that year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, doesn't matter where you go, like it's like, it, it's hard to kind of break that cycle. You know what I mean? I'm trying to figure out ways to like overcome that and you're right, start thinking about the future. You know what yeah. I mean? What, now what do I, this right now present, what do I have control over? And it's really, the answer is like that emotion, like you not going there, like me not putting myself through that kind yeah. of like hell. You know what I mean? Well, those thoughts are powerful because uh, some of that stuff we wouldn't have done if we were then who we are now. Sure. So it sticks when I think about shit I did. Like, oh, why did I do that? Oh, because I was dumb. Because I was was on a lot of drugs. Yeah. I was fucking retard. (laughs) (laughs) Really? And and the the way to get out of that is to just like I look like when I think about like bad decisions that we make right and like things that like I, I look back on my life at the plenty of times that like I'm a felon I just never been caught like all these other times that I made sure. this horrible decision. that's a great t-shirt that I'm a, <laughs> like everyone should wear that because I think everyone's a felon like there's this book written by this guy uh god I wish I knew the name of the book but it's called like four four felonies a day or some shit I, I'll have to come back to it but this guy writes a book that's basically like Oh, everyone's committing felonies. Like, there's so many fucking stupid laws and, and felonies out there. Like, everyone's a felon. They just don't go to jail for it sometimes. You know, like discretionary law. 100%. So, to bring it back to that, it's like I was thinking about the other day how this one time, so me and my crazy ex-girlfriend got done kayaking, right? And we're driving through Bumblefuck, Egypt, Michigan. 
and uh, I come up on this stop sign where the road dead ends at a stop sign. I'm doing like 40. I'm like, fuck it, nobody's around here. I'm gonna just barrel through this turn and keep going, right? Perfect timing, right in front of a fucking state boy. I slam on my brakes, right, like right at the stop sign, and I don't go into the road. But you pull yourself over. The cop stops too, and then I was like, I I stopped at the stop, like like a a full car length ahead of the stop sign, and like like I'm waiting for traffic, like I'm looking left left and right, and then I go, and then he flips the fucking lights on. (laughs) My car, uh, mind you, at this time I'm living out of my car. Right, I. I don't have a place to stay. I'm sleeping on my friend's couch, right? And I'm doing. I got. Oh, I also have a quarter ounce of cocaine. And <laughs> all right. And this isn't. This is to add insult to injury. This is like not like not usable cocaine anymore. <laughs> 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 the quarter ounce of cocaine that literally I got to the guy, and he had already started breaking it down to make crack, and like. I, he just didn't cook it in the crack, so I had like powdered crack cocaine and everything. And it was really humid out at the time. So it turned into clay in my fucking pocket, right? So then I tried to powder it up by using some pills to it. And that didn't work at all. So I've got this quarter ounce of cocaine in, uh, in a little rice packet trying to dry it out so it could go back into powder magically, right? And the cop uh, knocks on the window. And I'm like, uh, it's like, no, I was like, I stopped at the stop sign, kind of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> and he's like, no, you didn't. License and registration. And uh, I have my license and registration, right? And he, like, thinks that we have weed in the car, right? So, like, yeah, he, I mean, he didn't think, so, roll back. I don't have insurance. <laughs> so I call my dad. It's like right down the road, like a mile down the road. It stresses me out so much. Car insurance, right? Uh, and uh, so he's coming, and then in the time that I'm waiting for my dad to come, we get pulled out of the car because they're going to search the fucking thing. I realized that they were going to search the thing, so I threw the quarter ounce of useless fucking cocaine behind the glove compartment in the car like so and luckily for me it's like if you look in any other car most of them it'll just fall out it just happened to stay in this one right so they pull me out of the car my godmother pulls up at that same fucking stop sign sees me with three state boys fucking on my ass i'm sitting on the hood of the car my dad rolls up it was like here's the insurance he's like that doesn't fucking matter the cops said that to me it's like that's not what i'm worried about <laughs> so, so he, uh, he's like, if you tell me where the marijuana is, it's like that's all we care about was the fucking weed that was in the car. So it was in the center console. They don't really look that hard everywhere else. They grabbed this one little nug of some shitty homegrown weed that smelled like blueberries. It was pretty good. Um, I was kind of salty that he took it. Uh, and they were like, well, because you told me where the weed was, you're not going to jail, right? You know, I was shitting bricks, bro. I'm thinking they're gonna find so this quarter scary. ounce of cocaine that I can't even use. You know. Why did you even? Ha- you were just trying yeah. to make it work. You just couldn't. I spent five hundred dollars on the thing. It's right fucking Well, that's your problem. Who the fuck pays five hundred dollars for a quarter ounce of cocaine? You know. Junkie. Well, dude, shit it's crazy cocaine. though the lengths we will go to. Like, you know, you could yeah, you could have thrown out the shitty non-usable cocaine and had like this weight lifted off your shoulders, but then, then you feel all this, all this anxiety because you could have used it. You don't have it. I really just wish I had cocaine right now. And it's just crazy. I spent $500 on it and now it's like, 
oh shit, I might just like, you know, you might go on Amazon and accidentally buy something for $500. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy, you know, like, I don't know. Oh, your perspective really, of just When you're deep in that shit, dude, it's, uh, it really grabs a hold of you. Fuck. Well, you know, the thing that I look back when I was thinking about that, right, is like I could be dwelling on the negative emotions and like all the like the, the fallout that came from that or like beat myself for being so beat myself up for being so stupid. Right. To do to even put myself in that position, you know, and it's like that's not conduct like productive. Like I just look at this moment right now with gratitude knowing that me today would never be in that position. You know, Absolutely. me today would never do that. You know, like not in the like I, I got way too much to fucking lose, man. You know. Yeah. Uh, so I look at like my past failures and poor decision making, like with, like with, like with a smile on my face, because like honestly, some of the worst things that ever happened to me in life were like the best fucking things that ever happened to me. Like I'm so glad that I didn't stay at True Green. You know, like over my current job, like I almost like I went and interviewed for another job while I was at this job that I'm now doing extremely fucking well at, right? And sure. like it's like it's like it like it helps you like weather the storm in like difficult situations and like see things through, you know, but like also you know, be grateful for everything that happened in the past because it made you who you are today and like I, I don't know. I agree, you. dude. That's like my Bitcoin article. I'm gonna plug my article. I wrote an article about Bitcoin and how I could have had tens of millions of dollars, but that would have led to my death or, or uh, long-term incarceration because I just wasn't financially mature and I was living a lifestyle very similar to uh, Josh's and, and Muncie's. Um, and uh, you know, sometimes, I mean, crackheads shouldn't be handed ten million dollars. You know, you you can't just wake up and it just it doesn't. It, if you're if you're if you're that immature to where you're destroying your life. Like uh, when you're when you're 16, 17, well, 19, 20, you know, I was doing it for years. What what made it think that I was gonna live a fruitful life with tens of millions of dollars? Like what? I was gonna put that towards good yeah. habits, good habits all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, I was gonna really get myself together after having, you know what I mean? Like oh, but yeah, what? I just need all this yeah, money. Yeah, because if what's the first thing I wanna buy? Oh, it's gonna be a treadmill. No, <laughs> no. Well, I'm riding with Josh in his homeless mobile, and we're gonna get pulled over with a lot more than a quarter. You know, right. that's what would have well, happened. Yeah. <laughs> so it probably would have been usable, but <laughs> oh, and for sure we were at least we were at least going to be able to use this shit. Josh inside, but what you're saying is, uh, it's it's so important, man, and it it goes back to what you, you are thinking of of the future and and not like we talk about reflection and then mm -hmm. planning and you know not getting too caught up in the past, but like how many people do you think are still saying? Oh, Bitcoin was 10k last year. I should, you know, it's oh that ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. You know, they're not thinking like you're. You are thinking about now and your future, and you know that you are living a fruitful life, and your values have changed since then. When you may have thought having a million Bitcoin would, you know, save you yeah. or give you the life that you wanted, and and maybe we didn't deserve that. No, then. we did. You know, you didn't deserve the Bitcoin. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta deserve Bitcoin, and those that sell it don't deserve maybe, it. Maybe, maybe the guy that made the pizza for that one guy deserved it. Oh God, you know? Pizza Day! Everyone, look up Pizza Day if you if you're not familiar with what was it? Was it a hundred thousand Bitcoin? I think Pizza Day it was a hundred thousand Bitcoin for a pizza. That's what that guy paid for that fucking pizza. Better than a good pizza. Holy shit! I hope so, dude. I mean, that's that's a that's a lot of money right what? there. What? 
Yeah, did you look up Pizza Day, Josh? He's looking it up right now. I'm looking it up now because that's so preposterous. Fucking, I'll, yeah. Fucking Bit- Bitcoiners holidays are the best. Yeah, it was like Monopoly money back then, yeah. basically. Well, you yeah. know, it's, it's crazy because now I think that people buying pizza with U.S. dollars is like using Monopoly money, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because, uh, you know, you know, we printed, uh, not to get super political, but it was 20, 20% of all U.S. dollars in circulation 16, were printed last year. Wow. That's a lot of inflation. Oh, how much? Like, well, more than that. Now. No, more than that, dude. That article was written a couple... 500 million. Yep, so half a billion dollar pizza. You know? That's fucking insane. I hope that guy finds peace. The guy that bought, because that's a, that's, a, that's a tough one, especially if he was living a, that's a, a tough pretty one to swallow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a tough slice to eat right now. Hopefully he had more Bitcoin. <laughs> the guy, the guy who would like to love so crazy. <laughs> I know. The one thing you just gave me. Who the so fuck is. Yeah, I would, how do you even. Hear? Laszlo Hanich. Yeah. He's been yeah. he, that guy. This guy's never gonna live it down from any anybody that comes in contact with him. Uh, yeah, wow. aren't you the aren't you that asshole? <laughs> oh, it's crazy, man. But uh, yeah, life is good. Plenty of opportunities. Years later, uh, Lon, bought pizza with 10k Bitcoin, and he has no regrets. He has no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets, ladies and gentlemen. Near regret. That's fucking crazy, man. I couldn't. Like, but again, I'd say you know I'm a firm believer that everything happens in God's perfect timing. You know what I mean? And I, and I are you are you like a religious? Are you religious? I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say that I'm religious. I'm definitely spiritual. I was born and raised uh-huh. Catholic. I believe yeah, I know. in God. You know what I mean? I'm not necessarily okay. all that. You were raised Catholic, but you don't. Do you, do you take your kids to like Catholic church or anything? No, or you, I don't. Okay. No, I don't. But I, it's like I believe that I choose to believe that this life has purpose, right? And yeah. Everything. That happens to me and around me is happening exactly the way it's supposed to be. And if I look at it the right way, it can be used to help me grow. You know, so like growth is a conscious decision that I have to make every day when I conscious Kate, man. When I choose to believe that this life has purpose. And that means that I have to choose to believe that everything good or bad that happens to me, especially the bad shit, happened to me for a reason. And I have to figure out what that reason is and figure out a way to use it to benefit myself. What is this trying to teach me? You know, that's the that's the, the question after for things happen. What is this trying to teach me? That's like kind of the first question I ask, and I'm like, I can always look. How, what can I do to prevent this shit from happening again within my control? You know? Yeah. Because that's all we can fucking do. And, and that's what I'm so grateful for today, like, through all the growth and all these, like, fucked up things that we're talking about in the past, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that, it, that brought me to today to realize, like, it was like whenever something bad happens to me, it's like I have those brief moments, you know, where I react viscerally and emotionally, you know what I mean? And I like feel the emotion that comes along with that's a part of being a human, right? Is you know, feeling some type of way about something when it happens to you, whether it's good or bad, like happy or sad, crying, angry, you know, sure. um, we're not robots. Well, yeah, I'm an exactly. alien, so I mean, aliens like, are pretty cool, but it's all about shortening. Hell that yeah. like that time that you're dwelling on that emotion, right? It's like it's like like give yourself five, ten minutes to feel some type of way, all right? But then that ten minutes is over, move the fuck on with your life mm-hmm. and figure out how you can use what just happened to grow. You know? Facts. And it's like it's way easier said than done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like take the words out of my mouth. <laughs> but hey guys, are we? Uh, so I mean, we're getting kind of we're, we're getting ready to like I guess wrap up. It was like about fucking probably about an hour, right? No, we're at forty-seven minutes. 
Oh. Don't talk to us anymore. No, no, I'm just, I mean, I don't know, Munster, what do you got going on? Are you going to go visit your mom a little bit? Or yeah, what? yeah, okay. we're done here, but okay. I'm not. You're not in a rush? Okay. No. He's, he's standing up, so I can't tell if he's anxious. He's like, not at all. He's moving dude. around. I'm like, not oh, at okay. All. I got sciatica, like, so it, it, I'd rather stand it up. Yeah. <laughs> it just, uh, sciatica. Yeah. He's got a bunch of fucking If you got like too. an ergonomic chair, then sitting isn't so bad, but it's really not the greatest for okay, your bougie. body. If you have an ergonomic chair, it's <laughs> yeah, like, dude. yeah. I only sit on ergonomics. You might as well get some uh, kombucha. Yeah, get it. some, oh, can so I buy ergonomic CBD kombucha from Natural Soul? NaturalSoulWellness.com. 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 Check out our content at NaturalSoulWellness.com. Also, we've got some great CBD products for everybody. Um, we're looking into creating a, uh, some more content and more useful services and items and we're working on some stuff here ladies and gentlemen um but you have to go to naturalsoulwellness.com yeah yep, i'm subscribed um, he's subscribed so subscribe to our newsletter we got newsletters we're rolling out we've got great podcasts such as this and a bunch more stuff to come i'm so excited and uh naturalsoulwellness.com josh what were you gonna say what was it about something about naturalsoulwellness.com hey, naturalsoulwellness.com <laughs> Well, well, I don't think that site's up yet. Actually, we're let working. Let me ask you guys something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What's up? Do your legs hurt when you run? Josh we're all training. Uh, well, we're, you and I are training my knees, for a my, my legs. Josh is just going to wake up and do it. Yes, exactly. My uh, uh, Yeah, like my, my shin's a little bit, but kind of my knees more when I do the run. Yeah, I run at about 7.1 miles uh, per hour, and that's kind of my pace that I, I'm taking it. I'm doing it. Okay. Five. Do you do run, walk, or do you? Well, here's what I do. So here's my routine. So tomorrow I'm doing 5.7 miles straight. Okay. I'm going to do that 7.1 miles per hour, but I guess I rotate days. So that's my run day. I also do muscle work afterwards. Like I, I'll do either chest, shoulders, sure. like different rotational days. But um, I do that. Then typically on a normal schedule, this week has been crazy, but what I usually do, next day I'll switch to like a walk um, or a sprint. I'll do fast sprints, quarter mile sprints at like 12 miles an hour, like really fast sprints, quarter mile intervals or third, 0.33 miles. And then the next day I just do walking on incline, up and down. So I kind of rotate sprint day, walk day, and then like long distance. So the walk day. is like a rest without actually like getting lazy and Correct. not doing anything at Just all. Just not doing because I would rather my fucking legs hurt than not do anything at all. Like I've been going on walks with my mom this week I, to just I, do something. Even if it's too late and I can't yeah. get on a treadmill and sweat and it's like I, 10 p.m. A 10 minute mile and a six minute mile are still the same distance. Yeah. You know, well, like I, I really try to focus on like uh, um, Yeah, that's probably, uh, that's the way I look at it. I really I'm try at, to focus on like going, uh, like certain, like the distance is important. For you're me. a distance guy. Yeah. You know. Well, it took me an hour to, I've been running 10Ks and okay. the treadmill it took me an hour. Okay. Um, I ran, I last night I did my first um, outdoor run. Outdoor 10K? Uh, yeah. And, that took me a little over an hour. It did, you know, okay. Maybe 70 minutes. I Okay, um, so yeah. Under an, under an hour is good for a 10K. If you can get like under the hour, like I think mine was, when me and Zach did ours, it, mine was like 54 minutes. Nice, I, that's I really good. They say, because I looked it up and apparently runners, like 50 to 70 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, oh so shit, I kind of fall right You fall on like a right runner there, category. Man. That's a good, it's a good time. I'm just getting into it, but my legs hurt. Man, really bad. Like my shins, but I'm not. I just fucking run through it until it, wow. it hurts so bad. I walk Are you fucking to catch serious? my breath, and then like a good song comes on because I have the headphones and I just fucking the run headphones help me. I, I run through music. the whole song and then I walk. Like I usually sprint as well because okay. it just if the song is that intense, like 
dude, it does something to me. Yeah, <laughs> no, I feel you. But you don't. I listen to music too. You're not. You don't listen to music though, do you, Josh? When you run, your ability. So two things. So first, your body's ability to adapt to what the stress that you put under, put it under, is amazing. You His know, foot so just snapped, and he said, "Fuck it." <laughs> so maybe don't take advice from this asshole. I was back on the road in a month, and two months after I broke my foot, I ran seventy miles. Right when the doctor wow. said it would be two months before I could even get back on the road. Holy fuck! You know wow. I mean? You're so, fucking crazy. Uh, but like, like when I first when I did my first marathon, when I first decided that I was going to do these ultra runs, right? I did my first marathon and I could barely fucking walk and it took me like five fucking hours. You know, like I couldn't I couldn't walk for like three days. I was in so oh, much wow. pain. But like as soon as I felt good enough to run where my gait wasn't all fucked up, like I just got back in the road and I kept doing it. And eventually my body like it was like, okay, push came to shove. Like when, like you give your body the nutrients it needs, all right, it starts to use them the way that your body needs it to be used, right? So I'm putting all this wear and tear on my legs and I'm putting the calories back into my body my body's going to use everything that I put into it to strengthen my legs because I'm putting them under constant stress all the time, right? So it's like, like there's like that, like for the first like month or two, especially when you start to get really into it, like it's gonna, it's 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 gonna it's gonna hurt a little bit, like tough fucking shit. Deal with it, get through it, it'll get better. I promise. Did you start out just okay? Because now my question to you guys is, you're not okay. You're not supposed to just start out running 10 k. Like, you got to build up. No, that's what they told me when I went to buy my running shoes, and I didn't listen. You didn't listen, did you? And Josh, did you listen? Yeah, so here's how I did it, bro. So I I found a training plan, all right? So when I first started going back to the gym, I started, like, I was like, you know, it's going back to how I, I did the running the same way I did getting back into being healthy, right? Is I didn't put too much pressure on myself. So I would go to the gym at five in the morning, and I would sit on the bike. Right? I was a pack a day smoker for eight years. I couldn't fucking run three miles comfortably. I was gonna hate it. Like so, I, I did the bike for like a week straight. That's all I did was just get on the bike for thirty minutes. Right? No, that, that's not hard to do. Even fucking Oprah could do that shit. Um, <laughs> or who's somebody fatter than Oprah now? Stephen Hawking's could yeah. not do it. Actually. Yeah. All right, there we go. Good point. Who? Good point. Stephen Hawking. Yeah, because Stephen Hawking. Because he's dead. Um, <laughs> oh, oh. Why can't we think of anyone fat? Like, but okay, what, what's not fat, Shane? What, all right, go on with it. Get it, Oprah. Right. Okay. What? All right. So <laughs> then after I did that for a while, I was like, okay, this is too easy. So then I hopped on the elliptical, and then I did that until I felt like that was too easy. And then I didn't start by doing ten miles. I started with three, and I did it at whatever pace oh. I had to do it to feel comfortable. I just thought he woke up one day and he's like, I quit smoking. I'm gonna run thirty miles. Like that's See, what I thought. Dude, he did. that goes back to what I was saying. You, nobody sees see, that they process. See the public, they see the public yeah, victories, like, not the private This guy's a fucking victories. animal, dude. He's running journey to 100 miles. Like, yeah. What 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 are you? Yeah, what the fuck are you? <laughs> so I started, so okay. I, when I started running, I did, I on know, Tuesdays, okay. I would do three miles. Wednesdays, I would do four miles. Thursday, I would do like four or five miles. Saturday, I'd try to run 10. And Sunday, I'd try to run 10, right? And then that's when I started to get comfortable with the running. And then I'd do that for a couple weeks. Then I'd take an easy week where I'd bump the miles down that I was doing on the on those days. All right, and then after that week, I would bump everything up. So instead of running three miles on Tuesday, I'd run five. And on Wednesday, I'd run eight. And on Thursday, I'd run six. And then Saturday and Sunday, I'd run 12 each, right? And then I just kept rinse, rinse and repeat until I'm running, you know, 20 miles on, on Tuesday, 26 on Wednesday, 22 on Thursday, 30 on Saturday, and 20 on Sunday. 
<laughs> it's before or after you broke your foot? Uh, that's before I broke my foot, and then I actually ran a little less after I broke my foot, and then now I'm starting to get back into it, like, really. Like, it's all about finding time to do the it. The weather's nice, and you're an outdoor runner, too, yeah. so I don't, I'm I an outdoor running runner. on the fucking track. I, I know, I feel like a hamster on well, the fucking wheel. I don't wheel. like it now because, all right, and this isn't political, this is just physically, I... I, the gym I go to requires you to wear a mask. Sure, so you don't I'll, want to run with I'll wear the mask, but I, it, you get up like three, four miles in. I'm sprinting. Well, it's definitely not going over my nose. So don't even ask. Yeah. I take it fully off my face because it. Sometimes it's nice because it's almost like you can catch your breath with it. But when you have it that whole time, you really have labor breathing, know. and you're not. It's probably not good. I, I can't think that that's that's not anything I want to do. That's that's why I've not been doing the Planet Fitness thing. Thank and then God you're sweating and you gotta brush your teeth before you go because yeah, oh, I get that's all. It's a, that's the nice thing about masks is I realize I'm like, no, nope, time to go brush my teeth again. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one take two steps outside. Like fuck yeah. That. And the what Planet Fitness I go to is in Detroit, so there's a security guard that like. He's watching you to, you know, wow. better have your mask on. Like, fuck you, dude. At least they created jobs. I'm a professional mask guard, ladies and gentlemen. Like, I get paid to stay. I've never seen a security guard at a Planet Fitness. But <laughs> until I started going, I mean, it's right across the street from my house. So That's cool. It's convenient. But anyways, so outdoor running yeah. is harder, though. It's harder, of but it's so much terrain. more fun, man. I more like, fulfilling. I, like, I, think it's I like the challenge. I like to mix it up. And you're I, more, you're more involved. Like you feel it's like more you, mindful. Yeah, you get that energy. You get the extra energy boost running outside and that determination. I think, I think overall, it's easier you feel like to run you're outside. Going somewhere. You feel like you're going yeah. somewhere. You're doing. I something. well, so last night I put, I dropped a pin at a location, okay. and it was you know, three point two miles from where I started. Five k. Roughly. Well, and then back. Okay. So oh, gotcha. I, that helped a bit, but something about like seeing the numbers on the oh, treadmill okay. so then, is so satisfying then, for me. So you like so, to see your pro so bro, progress, bro. So get yourself a either get yourself a GPS watch or your phone if you download Strava, is an app that you, you can literally that? put like click record on your phone. It'll track your runs for you. And you can look. Yeah, it's, okay. it's an awesome app. Strava's good. You might want to just pay for the premium, and it can pre-route you. It can click. Are you trying to run a 5K, 10K? It'll give you trails around your fucking house. Oh, I like that. Route you out exactly, and you can see how many miles this is. Like That's great. the thing, too, because on my way back, it gave me, like, the fastest route. I was like, oh, well, I don't want this yeah. because you're shorting my Travel. run. It's so I started backtracking, and uh, I'll definitely download. I'm going to download. Fuck we're plugging up. all these companies, but I want to just tell everybody here. Uh, so what we're going to start doing, and I'm just going to come up with this, is if you want to pay Josh to be uh, your run coach, I mean he's a man that's saw a lot of success. Check me out on um, OnlyFans. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna get him an OnlyFans. It's gonna be for runners, and uh, yeah, and, and check us out at NaturalSoulWellness.com. I'm not sure uh, if you guys heard me talk about NaturalSoulWellness.com. Dude, tell us more. Dude, it's it is it is our bread and butter. It's gonna be such a fantastic website. It's not quite up and running yet. We got a, a couple last things we're doing, but we will be sending out newsletters. We're transferring currently from NaturalSoulSupplements.com to NaturalSoulWellness.com. Uh, one second. Mom, the meatloaf. The meatloaf. Mom. Mom, the meatloaf. Hey, did you ask me his mom for the meatloaf? Uh, no, he's going to do that now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but... uh. Natural Soul, man. I think it's a great company, great name. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there one day. I believe, dude. 
It's all about the journey. It's all about the journey, man. It's like it's like don't stress yourself in trying is. to get to where you're going too fast. You know what I mean? Like, no, dude, and that's, that's why I feel like pe- that's why quote unquote successful people are you know always happy. And that's I, I guess it's like what how do you define success? But I Josh and Muncie. That's how I define success. Those two <laughs> no. people are some of the most fucking successful human beings I remember. And I'm not. And it's not. It's not about money. It's not about. Uh, how many kids you had? It's not about any of that shit. It's I think being a good person, a happy person, a person that's learning how to. Love I think yourself. Person, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Learning how to love and live with yourself. Right. And and how to how to grow. And uh, yeah. And you know, and also acknowledge. And then you get to, uh, yeah. Others I don't too, know. I guess. Others too. It, it's. That's success, a, man. You don't ever become a different person. You are who you are, like at your core. Is sure. What I believe, right. You just get better at living with yourself. Getting better at understanding yourself and other people and, and your willingness to, to grow and understand well, that, others. That, where that comes from, dude, is like recognizing like who you like. It's like knowing who you are as a person is the first step to like living with yourself. It's like, okay, like I, it's like I try to get to know myself and figure out what I like, what I'm good at, what I like to do, what makes me happy, what makes me sad, right? Like all these different facets to me as a human being, right? And then I'm like, okay, I got this box of tools right here based on like my assess my self-assessment of who I am right how can I use this to further myself you know and like and, and that's when you start living a fulfilling life right is and it's not defined by money or like what kind of car you drive or, or the house you live in it's like it's like how much peace how much peace with yourself do you have you know what I mean because I'm sure that there's some people out there who make millions of dollars a year who I would not define as successful people or not people that I would want to model my life after you know sure. Beautifully put. Um, because, it, it, you know, you could be the guy living in the fucking trailer, but if you're happy with you, who you are, you know who you are, you yeah. know, and you're comfortable with who you are as a human being, then you're the, mo- you're the richest guy on the fucking planet, dude. And material things, it really, material things will never, will never try it. Like, I really believe that. I used to think I was more into, like, the whole money, fortune, fame stuff, but I really, I don't really give a shit about that anymore because that's not going to help me be happy. I really realize that. Um, it's it's constantly striving like striving towards a, a, a better self and, and goals like I think I'm more I'm really goals oriented now and like I you know what I mean setting concrete goals and some of those are financial but that's sure to, but that's to achieve cer- a certain life yeah. that I want it's not about well it's a know, great tool money's a tool yeah it's a tool like to, but what is it's that not the end no game. yeah it's not like you're then what yeah. my goal is to have ten million dollars oh, oh, so here it because now you're <laughs> fucked because like oh I got it and now you're like. You oh don't shit! Know who you are. Like, you don't know who you are. What you don't know how to live. Could you have what? What worst yeah. situation could you possibly have to not know who you are? What are you gonna do with it? At sixty years old, you got ten million dollars and nothing to show for it but ten million dollars. Yeah, know? it's like I, I I don't like I don't. That's not the life I envision for myself. I could blow like, I could blow ten million in like two minutes. Like I'm so good at like fucking just blowing money. Like I'm I'm sure I could. And, then what? Then, I'm, then am I the saddest person in the world? You know what I mean? Like, oh, that was that was fun while it lasted. Fuck the, you, you know. The, I don't the, know. the end game. The end game. What's the end game? The end game is to be comfortable with who you are. To know your. Yes. To know your. That's all I want. And I'm, we're, I'm always working at it. That's all. I think that's that's what it yeah, is. Yeah. Trying to get comfortable with myself. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna end that's it, Josh. Yeah. I think that's I think that's about time. I think that was a great fucking podcast. Muncie, thank yeah, you so much dude, for coming on. Thank, thank you so much for having me. Naturalsoulwellness.com. Naturalsoulwellness.com. You guys gotta you gotta have me back on. Dude, oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna have you back on, dude. You're you're the first, and then we do we can do an annual 
you know, biannual. Oh, we'll do it more than that, probably. We'll, we'll probably have you. We can do a quarterly. I want daily, dude. Are you free every single day? Oh, 365 podcasts, right? The 365 <laughs> monthly podcast challenge you got just created. You can check it out at naturalsoulwellness.com. So that's it. Uh, I guess we're good. I guess you can stop recording, Josh.